Hello once again, my friends. I've been doing a lot of uh, reading from others' works. So, today I thought I would do a reading from one of my own books called Oem, Fire in the Head by Daniel Levy. This is a book about uh, mobilizing the the Oem views of the Irish Celts uh, in Druidism as a means to um, become an initiate uh, in Druidism or to have initiation of the soul, of the self, uh, in a way to be maybe a better, more powerful form of yourself, a better version of yourself at, uh, at every now. So I'm going to be reading from page 29, starting at 29 on the, the D view, or Dürer, uh, which alliterates with uh, several of the key goddesses and heroes of the Irish uh, mythological cycles, the Cahulian cycle and the uh, Finn cycle. So I'll just start right here with uh, Dürer, and we'll discuss it if we need to, as always. Dürer is the great doorway to the inner layers of the world. In its natural form, it is best illustrated in the oak tree, Dare. With its hardwood, its great age, its wisdom, all which urges us toward steadfast endurance to principles of truth, shared with the tea few, both in mystery and similar sound. The initiate finds himself in the D few, the symbol of the druid initiate. The oak tree's majesty is evident in its great stature and sprawling protective spreading limbs. There seems to be a dark energy around Durer, indeed around the entire H. Acme, which threatens and hazards all who near it to shield themselves from its awesome potential. The D. Few focuses much of its energy and mystery and its mysterious essence toward the Druid himself. This is so much the case that the D. Few becomes the Druid's ovum. It must be clear that the entire OM system is at the root of Druidry, but the few's laser-like focus tends to be on the individual Druid, that is, the initiate. And Doida, or the Dagda, who is the Druid's god, or the, or the Druid god, is the god of this OM and of the Druids themselves. As the initiate delves into the mysteries of Durer, he finds the mysterious in himself. Awakening to these mysteries is the opening of the lower self to one's higher self, one's essential divine nature. The Druid's will overcomes all through a steadfast determination to stand with principle and truth, his own truth, his own ethic, and face down challengers, be they monsters from the id or one's own doubts. One finds courage, inner strength, and the need to stand up for such values as truth and justice as one works with Durer. These principles become tattooed upon the appearance of the initiate for all to see. He becomes so symbolized by his own actions and mannerisms that all know him by them. His ways are different than the rest of the world, as his truth is against the world. The world comes to respect and shore up around his words and works as they are fleshed out and realized. The once dark and ominous ideas he championed now begin to make sense as the fear that surrounds him is no longer needed. He orders the world with his actions because they are 
the principles by which his own inner world is ordered. This type of magic must be answered with a proportionate response in the objective or outside world in which he acts to bring such order. Justice becomes the goal of the initiate in that all must receive their just rewards in time. The druid acts in the everyday world with meaning and purpose, again, according to a plan already mapped, but by already mapped out, so that the mundane actions of the shell come to infuse the innermost self with significance and power. The initiate finds that Durer contains the entire Oam, just as the entire Oam contains the whole of Druidism. By way of illustration, he sees Andoida, the Dagda, holding his great club with which the touch of one end kills and with which the touch of the opposite end restores to life. What greater mystery exists than this? At one end is Edad, the yew tree, with its power of death. Yet this power to kill is a transformative power of fire which cleanses and purifies and immortalizes the self. This becomes a formula for the alchemical process of initiation and in that it is the first half of the solve et coagula formula in which solve means to analyze or break down into component parts. What is told also is that the opposite end of the club restores to life, that which is slain by the first end. This restoration of the second part of the, is, is the second part of solve et coagula formula in which coagula is taken to mean to synthesize or to build up, to bring back together once more. The hidden and mystical parts of the club is what is not told, that the ends are death, edad, you, and rebirth, beth, birch, and that while these are the last and the first of the oems, those remaining 18 views between the poles of the extremes are the steps on the initiatory path which leads from death to rebirth, from birth to death, resulting from the immortalized essence of the druid initiate. The Dagda's club is the oem itself. This cannot be any clearer. He is the initiator, the archetypal druid, the very model used by the initiate in forming his own self, not through worship or some vague notion of divine hypostasis, but by employing the same methods, Oam, as does the Dagda, his god or model. The initiate comes to love the things which Dagda loves and hates the things which Dagda hates not through apish mimicry, but through a kinship, which is ultimately found in individual perspectives, which result from the process of oamic initiation by wielding the Dagda's club in our own journey, in our own life. We should not worship the Dagda. We are to become, by our actions and by our enduring steadfastness, the Dagda himself, the Druid God. The initiate finds along the path all life lessons, and these flavor with personal aesthetic, the process between the poles of the club, and these guide the initiate in his personal synthesis of the elements of the self, and how they should be remembered, or reintegrated into a new whole self from the various shards or soul fragments. This is true shamanism, it is not liturgical ritual or worship. Durr is a path view which accesses the underworld or anti-world and unworld the path to specific ancestral realms and the states of consciousness which permit the transition between middle world states and the unworld or elsewhere states where such erotic initiation and genetic foundation may be found. 
the specific realms to which Dur, as a path view, takes us is Tirnambio and Firnambion indicate the realms of vitality and love. We will recall from the previous step, Oam, Uath, that erotic love, the physical act of sex and tantrism, leads to the little death, or la mort petite, which is a transition between the living physical world of Bith into the underworld realm of ancestral energies, even if temporary. This is tantamount to the slaying, killing end of the club. Additionally, vitality is the essence of rebirth, symbolized by the restoring end of Dacta's club, which is wielded by the initiate in his journey to the underworld. This marks Druidism as the doorway to life and death, and to life found in death or immortality. Further, it is seen here the orgasm, conception, fertility of Dagda. As Dura is emphasized as the Druid's view, it speaks of the leadership role which comes with Druid's title or recognition. The initiate wins his own way and his own self-sovereign in this world and extends this influence into the realms to which he travels, underworld, middle world, and other world. He learns the value of leadership first in guiding his own ship and is ultimately asked to take the same role in society, guiding them toward their prospective destinations. Even though his own religious practices and goals may vary widely from those he aids in their own paths. The secret of Dur is that Druid is that the Druids find a hidden path to elsewhere in the other world. And this must be ventured alone, for initiation only happens to the individuated self not the masses. That Dur leads to all worlds allows the initiate glimpse into both what has gone before as well as that which is yet to be. It is precisely this ability which gives the Druid his creative and as his creative aspect, processes, and mechanisms of the world even though his ability to shape and move these is decidedly non-natural. To the mundane world, Dur is a boundary that separates the world and that which separates the past and future. To the initiated few, it is a gateway. Dur is the handicraft of an artificer, most carved of craftsmanship, and the most exalted tree. Noteworthy is the oak as being carved by gods and men. Oak trees are called the lightning rods of all gods, so often stricken by the fires of the gods. Such association between fire, lightning, and the mighty oak in the ancient past tied oak trees to the gods of lightning and thunder, Zeus, Thor, etc. That it is so intimately linked to the Dagda is also telling. His club at times is called a forked wheel and an iron bar. These are illustrative of thunder and lightning, as the wheel is associated with a sound of thunder, due to the chariot wheels and horses' hooves, and the Dagda's name is Ikat, or horse. And the forked wheel becomes lightning with the thunder as Zeus's thunderbolt or Thor's hammer. The iron bar association may give us a celestial link between Dagda and the Durfew. The lightning both carves the oak and with scars and enlivens the oak by imbuing it with the, the, the divine fire of the celestial realms. Dagda is further called the fire of God or fire which is God, as in Dagda. That Durr is the oak, most carved of craftsmanship, is indicative of the initiation process found in the Oath, 
and the handiwork is both human and divine. Enlightened states are rumored also to have been gained by eating acorns nutted by the oak, just as creativity is gained by eating the hazelnuts of wisdom. Dur is dark and foreboding, and its color, black, dove, is the first of all colors in complete absence of light. As Dur seeds the polarizing of opposites, it is absolute darkness in dove, which so readily draws the light of fire in ave, hence the oak drawing lightning from the gods. The defu gives us the secret to the name of the god of darkness, of whom the ancient Gauls spoke when saying that we are the sons and gods of darkness, sons of the gods of darkness, that same god who gives the fire of gods to the mind of man, elevating him to his non-natural position in the world due to his individua individuation of the I-Ego and the separation from what is not the I, which results from an awakening of the self or coming into being. We see this paralleled in the story of the wren as the bringer of fire to man, as the wren is the bird of the defu, of the sovereign of all birds. Endure speaks to the druids concerning all worlds and discovers druidry to the world. So that's a reading from one of my own publications and uh, I hope that you all enjoyed it. It's my take on the, the D view. Of course, it's heavily influenced by the uh, extant text that I've read and studied also from Michael Kelly's Book of Oam, a rewriting of um, Stephen Flowers or Edward Thorson's Book of Oam. Uh, I will be publishing this book, republishing this book again soon. It was once available as an ebook on smashwords.com, uh, but I am in the process of re-editing, and I will be soon uploading it. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any comments on it or would like further uh, reading from it, uh, please leave me a note here or, as always, in my uh, mosdenwerewolf at gmail.com email or at keonstave or vulgarulfer on Facebook. Leave me a message anytime. As always, my friends, slancha, ushtate, happiness to you, health to you.